Blog Talk Radio. You know, every time I speak, I want the truth to come out. You know what I'm saying? Every time I speak, I want to shiver. You know, I don't want them to be like, they know what I'm going to say because it's polite. They know what I'm going to say. And even if I get in trouble, you know what I'm saying? That Ain't that what we're Hello? supposed to do? It's, I'm not saying I'm going to rule the world or I'm going to change the world. Hey, what's but up, I King? guarantee that I will spark hey, what's up, the, King? the brain that will change the world. Man, I wanted to rap with you, man, about this this post of yours, man. That thing was powerful. It was short but potent. <laughs> and which which one? You know I do like four or five posts a day. Yeah, I know, I know, I know, I know. I'm, I'm about to I'm about to give it to you right now, man, because you always be giving the heat, man. Uh, this hey. is just short. I mean, this is one of the shortest, most potent ones I've seen in a minute, man. This one where you say America is more capitalistic than it is democratic, racist, or homophobic. So when you don't understand money and you live in America, it's like playing in the NFL, never having seen a football. Hashtag economics, bruh. That's a major one, man. That's a beast. Hey, you know, I can't take – actually, on for real, I can't take credit for that one. I actually got that okay. one from Dr. Boyce Watkins. Oh, Okay. <laughs> Yeah, you familiar with Dr. Boyce, right? Of course, of course, of course. Watching? I, I, yeah, I, yeah. I, I do get to be real with you. I might be doing some of what I'm doing from following him for years. Like, I'll be mean, just even for me sure. being in the space. It's come wow. from, to a certain extent, to give credit, throwing it out there. Wow. And, it, and it definitely sounds like something that that, that King would exactly. say. So, nah, nah. So, <laughs> yeah. so, no, so I, I got to give him big ups because, again, I might be in this space partly because I followed him for years and still follow him, you know, for that for that, you know, for that that matter. But go ahead, though, brother. I, I, I definitely want to hear your perspective. Again, I thought it was your words, but I know you didn't well, put well, it out sure. there without I, your own understanding yeah. of it. And normally I put the tag on it, you know what I mean, so he can get the credit for mm-hmm. it. But I don't have that many people following me, so I don't, I, you know, it ain't that big a deal to, you know, try to try to no, get him the credit for it. On top either of way, it. Though, you know either way, I want to chop it up, though, because the fact that you, you know, I would, I would, you know, the way I know, I thought it was your own words. But even with that said, I know you didn't put it out with your, without your own understanding. That's what oh, made me sure. hit you. I want to say, well, again, I thought it was your words, but even though it's boy, yeah. not the boys, which is, again, we're giving him the props. Matters, right? But the main thing yeah. is, I still want to hear your perspective on it. One hundred percent. And you know, the reason why I actually posted it is because it hit me just like it hit you when you read it. It hit me the same way when I read it when he wrote it, and that's why I posted it because it's one hundred percent true, man. And and you know, I think the the frustrating part. This is what frustrates me. What frustrates me is because that is indeed the case, um, and it starts from you know, you know, you know. Like, this, this, this country was built on capitalism. I mean, that's the reason why slavery started in the first place was capitalism, mm-hmm. right? And that's, what it, and that's what it's all about. And so what frustrates me is that a lot, of the, a lot of the things that we debate about and we talk about, right, the root of the cause, which you and I know and a lot of other people know but many people don't, actually stems back to cap- capitalism. It stems back to the economics of it, the money of it. You know what I mean? 
And we know. No, absolutely. Yeah, I would, I would love to break that down because I understand, you know, I want to break that down, but I want to let you finish because I definitely want to, you know what I mean? I want to break that down because that, that is absolutely sure. how everything started. But, again, you know that, so I want to let you finish. But I, I definitely want to just give a little historical context, you know, being the historian that I am, I want to, you know, break for some sure. of that history down for, you know, so that people don't think you just, in a sense, just saying it. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, probably, like I want yeah. you to understand. For sure. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Go, you, you know, and 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 that's just I always take the position, uh, and that's and that's really what I do because you know I'm in business, so you know I look at everything from a a business perspective, right? And I always, you know, me, what the what I do, and I've gotten to this point in my life where I put people in categories. I put people in two categories a lot of times. You either buy in or you sell. It. You know what I'm saying? And, and no matter what mm-hmm. conversation you're having, in most in most cases, the way I look at it is. You're, in, you're doing one of two things. You're either buying or you're selling. You know what I mean? And if you look at nah, just that sense. concept, yeah, if, you look, if you look at just that concept, you know what I'm saying, from just basic conversation, right, whether it's your wife, your husband, your business partner, your, your teacher, your mentor, whoever it is, right, somebody's buying and somebody's selling. So in that concept, everything kind of stems from that is the way I look at it. So economically – Right, and when you live in an environment kind of that we live in, which is a capitalistic environment, right, it's very hard to have something that you're debating or uh, something that you're you're passionate about, some type of position on anything without dealing with the the the, the basis of the economics of it. Like, what is the economic? Because it's all that is the foundation a lot of times for everything that we do. I mean, if you look at why we get up in the morning, right? Why do we get up in the morning? Why do we why do we go to work? Why do we hit it, as our parents would say, every day? That's the universal principle and universal thing we all have in common. We go, we hit it because what we all have in common is the financial piece of it, right, the economic part of it. What we need to do is what we have to do. And so if you look at that as the foundation of, 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 of almost everything we do, then just about – Everything we do in regards to the, the things that I posted, which was what Dr. Boyce Watkins said, which is, um, uh, state him again, is the capitalism is, you know, I'm going to just say, say it real quick. Uh, um, you basically just that America is more capitalistic than it is democratic, racist, or homophobic. Exactly. 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 No, exactly. absolutely. And I want to break down, obviously, with the scenario that we're witnessing now. And again, you not not only did it hit you, but so point, right. uh, poignant to what's going on right now, right? We we, we it seems like yes. to be this this major shift. For example, when it comes yes. to racism and and the buzzword, you know, of all things, is systemic racism, something that America has gladly, in many cases. I've been glad to play amnesia with, but now it's the buzzword, and now you're seeing, you know, people commit, you know, $250 million to racial inequality. You know, like, you, like what does that even go to? Like, how do you pay for racial inequality, right? So you're just seeing yeah. all these things that are happening, and, 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 and let me do this, and credit to the youth. 
uh, because they are very yeah. organized, despite the fact that mo- that many of us in our age group think that they're not. So a little credit to the youth because they're playing a huge role and stepping up in ways I would say that even our generation didn't step up. So I want to highlight that, but bringing it back full circle to that statement. Uh, you know, we right. was about, you probably you probably like myself. We were a lot older when when we finally came to understand, for example, that race is a social construct. Uh, the first right. person to expose me to that concept was a Dr. Claude Anderson, and he broke down. And this is goes directly back to that quote. He broke down, and and I and I researched it even after seeing Dr. Claude Anderson say this to find this to in a sense be true. But he broke down yeah. just the concept of race in a sense, being the race to the new world, which was here in America, and yet these different entities, Portugal, Spain, and all these different groups trying to get here and get this land because there was opportunity here or whatever. But in the beginning, for the most part, you you were – you were financing an opportunity to come here, and those on the ship with you were, uh, you know, basically just hoping to get out of under the, you know, away from their land and say, hey, there may be an opportunity in this new land. And, and typically, those people they took with them did not have the money, so the elite were in a sense right. paying for these ships, and, and and you know, and paying for the elite to in a sense control things. And so, to a certain right. extent. All groups that came here kind of came to the same, you know, circumstances, if you will. Now, initially they get here and, you know, we make the long story short, they try to enslave the Native Americans and due to, you know, lack of interaction, you know, a lot of times they would die off due to the diseases, just not familiar, not, you know, no familiarity with one another. And so, you know, as we all know, we know that history, right? And so because they weren't able to necessarily maintain the Native Americans who were also fighting them every step of the way, but even the ones that they might conquer, they, they didn't really live long because they would die off based on the diseases of those, you know, these explorers or conquerors or whatever you want to call them coming here. So long story short, uh, you know, we would be on, they would have some Africans because the interactions had already started coming as well, but they would be in denture service and things of that nature. Long story short, eventually, because there were so many more peasants, if you will, and so many, you know, even again, bringing Africans here as well, because there was, they were, the elite was so outnumbered. They came up right. with a concept of how to separate people by races to ensure right. because some of the early rebellions actually would take place there. You know, like again, you might agree to an indenture, you know, servitude contract, if you will, which included some Africans at the time of time. You might agree to that, and some people, just like in today's time, treat you well, some treat you bad. But eventually, getting treated too bad, some of those groups will say, you know what, we ain't got to stand for this. We'll kill the elite and just try to make it on our own here in America. And it would happen to right. the degree that the elite say, okay, we're outnumbered. They're starting to rebel rebel too much. Long story short, they, they created this concept of race as the, and really the concept of whiteness because before the, the transatlantic slave trade, there were no white people in the world. And so right. in order to control the groups, they separated the groups by race so that those right. poor peasant whites would no longer, you know, in a sense, connect with the yes. Africans. And so it would cut right. down the rebellions because now those poor whites were giving us slightly above those Africans and it cut down the rebellions. The only reason they did it was because they were trying to make money in this new country, right. in this new exactly. land. So it was exactly. only because of the economics that, they, that, that we even know race the way we know it today, because prior to exactly. that point, for those you know, prior to that point, 
people, if they even mentioned some level of someone's skin color, it was just in reference to where they were from. Because back prior to the transatlantic slave trade, the whole entire world, when traveling, would just say, so I'm from so-and-so, the land of so-and-so, and it would only be a reference point to where you were from. Your color, your, exactly. your skin color mattered not, did not mean a thing. There was no context to it until the transatlantic slave trade created this concept that we now call white supremacy. That's the term we use later in context, but it was all about keep them apart so that we can make our money. It was economics exactly. from the start. Yes, and I think, uh, and, and that's so deep, because you said the word race, and, and uh, as Dr. Claude Anderson referred to, it was a race to the new world, right, and they race to the new America. And I think that's still the case, and I think that's always the case, because you're always racing to something, and that's what evolution actually does. And if you kind of look at where we are today, we're still racing. We're racing to the next great thing, the next big thing. And how does race play a point or play into that? And it definitely does, 100%. As a matter of fact, you got to take in the, 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 what I often do, and again, you know my history. My history and what I'm into is I, I, it's a combination of economics and technology. And when you combine the two, it creates, a, it, it creates a bit of a different dynamic because the technology is so, it's a different type of technology, right? The technology they had in the past was the gun, right? And people don't look at the gun as technology a lot of times, but it indeed was. And what the, and what the gun did is what, most te- is what technology most of the time does. It can either enslave or it can liberate. That's what technology does. That's what evolution does. It's one of the two. It just depends on what side of that gun you stand. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And that's, what, and that's what it does. So, and so that technology did that. They were able, that, was a, that, that was a play. That was a play into who was uh, the, the, uh, the, the slave and who wasn't the slave. And I think today you kind of have that same thing. It's just a different looking. It's just a more evolved technology. But what we're going into is what some people refer to as the uh, ending of or the beginning of what they call the revolution, the fourth revolution, which is the techno- technological revolution, uh, and coming out of the uh, uh, the the, uh, the industrial, industrial. Uh, or, the, mm-hmm. or the or the I think third wave of the industrial revolution. And what you see is we're moving into that technology, and that technology, if you understand it, it consists of. It, it's kind of interesting because it, it kind of takes in, in consideration those things you were talking about, Montoya. It's it's the need of the races to provide the leverage or the economic value that they have. It was only a necessity to bring forth the economic value, right? So you only had to play the race game to bring forth the money is basically what you were saying. And so if you look at it today, what the evolution of the technology has done is kind of reverse because what it's doing is it's making the labor less value. And so now what the corporation doesn't need, and if you look at it as a corporation, which is the, you know, Spaniards came over here, they set it up, and everybody else came as a corporation, right? If you look at what the corporation is doing today, trying to remove that need for labor because it's handcuffing their ability to grow and expand and get more market share Mm -hmm. and the things that you know they love to do. The corporation has never really cared about race. And another uh, another thing I actually say about that, one thing I can really – Really say if you look at some of the higher end positions in or, or industries in this in in this world in this country, doctors. Like if you look at pediatric doctors, one thing I noticed in my life was as I began to get older and older, I noticed a lot of the pediatric doctors are of the Indian descent. They don't they're not all white. 
they started to really look like there's different races that dominate different industries, like IT. Like if you look at the IT, a very large percentage of IT, which again is a higher kind of a higher pay industry, right? Which the corporation serves, most of them are Indian. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, let me Indian throw in something real quick about that because I yeah, go ahead. I love to say this go all ahead. the time because I know I said a lot. Real right quick, no, on the Indians yeah. being no, 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 you're good. It's just on that particular yeah. point. I just want to say kind of how that even came about uh, because, like you said, right. if it was if it was if they because I know where you're going. If they cared about race so much, you wouldn't see these right. in a sense these interjections of uh, of these other groups getting to the top of echelons or whatever. But Dominated. the reality is. Yes. Yep, yep, and the reality to why they became to dominate that those particular industries because they're not only they dominate that industry, but they are you know they're very big in science, science industry exactly. as well. And what it is yep. is when you look at unfortunately the India as a country, uh, you know they yep. they have some of the most abject poverty that there is, and there's that caste system right. that you hear about quite often. That's more about class than any level of race. It's all class. Well, right. for that caste group that can, that in a sense, within India can that can never go up to the next caste the way they, at least the way I understand their caste system. So for that lower group, they look at the science and doctor fields as a is their NFL and their NBA. So what happens is they get families together behind their smartest kids. Get them sent yes. to America. I think it's on that H one B one visa, which is basically America saying we don't, we now don't have enough Americans who are top of this field. We need the smartest minds exactly. around the world, and we don't care what you look like. So we have this exactly. easier visa that we will allow anybody, if you're brilliant, to come to school here and exactly. fill these jobs. And we will, even if you don't become a permanent resident, uh, you don't, even if you don't become a citizen. You can stay here. And so the Indian community, you know, from India specifically looked at those positions as an opportunity. And I have met plenty of them that have brought over, they get the, they get the degree because they are high-paying jobs, and they take that money and literally bring over one, two to four other families because they became the, the, the breadwinners of their family because their family put the money to send them to school. So they treated it as their NFL and their NBA. But it speaks to your point. Go ahead, brother. Yeah, it, yeah, it, it's exactly my point, which goes to show that the corporation is more, they're more concerned about making sure they get the right person and the right individual in terms of skill set and a, an ability in regards to the, so it goes back to the money. We care more about the, the ability to actually provide the product or the service that we commit to. That is that is our biggest thing. Not the and not we the see person. Nigerians do that same thing all the time. Nigerians are notorious for yeah. it. And when it, you know when yeah. you see the people, um, you know, having that little auto, we always talking about race in America, and you always get, you know, when you start getting into the politics of it, right? They're always saying, "Well, we'll look at how the African immigrants do or whatever." Right. And so you know they kind of use it to pit us against each other. But that's the game of it because as you just as we're just proving, if they cared about it, they wouldn't be allowing those Nigerians. Are those Indians to come here and get jobs even before Americans if you don't have the skill set? The Americans said we have a shortfall, and before we let another catch up with us by filling this problem, we'll let you come here very easily. That's how the H-1B-1 visa got created. Yes, 100%. Again, which reinforces what we're saying about race and about the corporation and about uh, the economics of it or capitalism, right? Capitalism first. Right, and that's what we got to understand. So, what we what the the thing that I fear, 
and kind of where we are right now is as a black community, we're getting very far behind the technology and to get back on the technology because, again, this is my, this is my, this is my expertise. This is what I deal with every day. And what I'm seeing is the gap is getting so big in regards to technology and how technology actually interjects with the economics, and that's what's happening. And it, it, it's, it's becoming uh, – I'll give you an example. Um, so if you look at, say, uh, right now um, – uh, what's a good example? Uh, I can't come up with a good example. Let me, but anyway, let me interject this instead of you giving an example. Yeah, but I want to interject this real quick I because you're making ahead. such a major point, and I, want, and I know you will understand this because I have been right. – I've been saying this throughout the last couple of months, and I know you will relate to this. I'm so hurt mm-hmm. because – when you say our community as African Americans are, are are getting behind on the gap, I a hundred percent agree because over the course of you know me doing the show that I do every Saturday morning, the show that I'm most hurt that I did not get the most listeners is actually one of my lowest listened to shows was right. the opportunity to break into tech. That show yeah. that I tried to say this is the perfect time for it. We were broke. We were all quarantined inside, and people were going to yes. come out of this thing needing new skill sets. So I bring on these experts, mm-hmm. these experts, uh, to basically tell people how they can break in, even if they're not technologically inclined. There's ways to break into tech. That's what they were breaking down. So it's an amazing right. show, that, and people can still go listen to it. But I tell you, right to your point. It's lowest list. It's lowest listened to show this year. It may not be the lowest, but it's in the bottom five, and that hurts yes. me because that's where you're going when you're saying about our community not keeping up technology-wise. So aside from the example, that makes the point that I think you were where you were going to go. Yeah, yeah, and the point I'm making is yes, and I and thank you for uh, refreshing my memory. Because what I was saying was it goes back to the value, the value proposition that we as society have for the corporation. And it's kind of a reverse, and that's kind of what I was talking about. It's kind of a reverse of what it started, how it started. The reason why the corporation really valued us was for the labor. And what you're seeing is a lot of things actually go away that they used to incentivize us with, right? 401Ks are going away. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, uh, what else is going on? Stock options are going away. Uh, the union has gone away. So our ability to negotiate on the front end um, is becoming less and less valued because what you're finding in the te- technological field is that you have things like AI that we're really not on the map about. We don't really understand artificial intelligence at all. We don't understand how that's going to play in the future, right? What we don't understand is automation, you know, and I'm saying that as a, as a, as a community. We don't understand right. how that's going to play in the future. And what that's going to do is give us less negotiating less bargaining power with the corporation. And, again, the corporation is only in it for what you can do for them. They don't care about your race. They don't care about your color. You know, in the examples we've given, they don't care. What they care about is your skill set. How are you going to benefit the, 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 the system, right, as we move forward, and especially when labor, hands-on labor or your physical labor, is not as needed as much as it has been in the past because you've been replaced by technology. And this is a scary, scary scary place because and I think I think the fear I think we subconsciously know that it's scary and the fear stagnates us for attempting to catch up I I, I think that is a reality uh, and 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 the reason I think it's a reality is I struggle with it 
Billy, mm-hmm. like real talk. I know that I right. struggle with it. Uh, you know what I mean? And so I'm picking up a new skill set, you know, right now. You but I didn't, jump in, I didn't go down the technology field. I, I picked up, right. a, you know, I'm picking up a skill set in sales, which I know how yes. to do real well, of, of life insurance, yes. that's, whatever, knowing that people are going to need that all the time. So I chose that, even though, and I'm just being very transparent with you. Uh, you know, I, I brought those extras on for those who could be encouraged or should be encouraged or mainly to have parents take it, have their kids take advantage of it. I, you know, me not having children, uh, but whatever, but just hoping that I can encourage others to at least encourage our children, our black children specifically, uh, to, to go down exactly. those paths. But I can tell you as a man, I can admit, I chose this sales path that I know already. Uh, you know, again, in other industries, I think that's not going to go away. So hopefully I'm right about that or whatever. Right. But, I probably should be jumping in technology myself, to be honest, and taking my own advice. But it's just, it's just me admitting that psychological fear is actually holding us back, and and that has, as you say, here's a reality that we must face. It has yes. nothing to do with race. In in a decade, if we have chosen not to catch up in this area, in a decade or exactly. 15 years from now, when the, in a sense, when the community, our community, if we're in a sense still on the bottom, we may be still calling it race. And, as, and and have lost complete sight of what you're talking about now, that it will no longer have anything to do with race. And so I, I oh, think that's it'll really be even, where it'll you're be, going, man. Yes. It'll be even worse than it is now because we will be calling it. We will. We will have to look for that thing. We will have to look for that thing to to kind of say what we, what we feel like it is because we'll be more in our emotions and our feelings than the reality of the situation. And what happens is as we get further away from the corporation, they're going to be less – uh, it's going to be less to negotiate with, and, and and you know any business deal, any 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 deal, any 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 deal is a negotiation. It's it's value presented. It's what do you bring to the table, and if you don't bring anything to the table, and what we know is we already don't bring political, no no, uh, we don't bring all of those things, no economics, no 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 very little political, like anything that would be of significance in society, we have little of if any at all. So we don't bring a lot of things to negotiate with as it stands. And what's going to happen is as we get less and less based on what the system and society needs, then at some point people are going to start to totally cut you off and not listen to you at all because you're not bringing anything to the table. And there's a lot of conversation going on. Just what we're seeing today, just to connect what's going on today with that is around that is the, it's the same thing. Like if you understand what fintech is, financial, it's finance, it's a combination of finance and technology. What you see is this movement of us going down this road of turning everything into uh, a, a, a technology point, whether you're talking about uh, money, whether you're talking about policing. I'll give you an example. I go to China quite often, so I'll, I'll bounce it off of China because what, what I know is that a lot of people don't see the contrast. They don't get outside of their backyard or get outside of their community or go to other countries, so they don't get to see how things have already played out a lot of times. And so a lot of times people think, oh, this is conspiracy, when in actuality there are places in the world that this has already been proven and done, right? And you mm-hmm. see this socially already interjected into society. So if you look at China, what you see is, let's take, I'll give you an example. Let's do with the, the, the police, the police defunding. Let's talk about that, defunding mm-hmm. the police. There, there, there's a lot of places where police only have batons. They don't have guns. They're just there to kind of direct the traffic, not to control it. And the way that they're able to do that in China is for every one person, they have 8 billion people, for every one person, they have six cameras. For every one person in society, wow. they, they have voice. I thought you mentioned that on 
Oh, your social yes. media page, absolutely. Yes. They have facial recognition. They have voice recognition. So just a hypothetical, if me and you robbed the bank, which I know we wouldn't do, but hypothetically speaking, if me and you robbed the bank and I say, hey, Montoya, let's go, right? They have the technology to convict me based on the voice technology. You understand what I'm saying? Wow. So what, 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 you're, what they're able to do is deter bad behavior with the technology. So they don't need the person as much. You understand what I'm saying? And that's the deterrent. Mm-hmm. And, so, and so what we don't understand is how technology plays. It's going to play heavy. And you can see, if you just look at it, you can see our transition and our – it's almost like a, a paradigm shift where we're going down this same direction in terms of we, we, we feel like we're gaining, but at the same time we're giving away a lot of freedoms Right. Yes, that we're not necessarily yes, yeah. Ever since the internet started, we we have, we yes. no longer have a concept of privacy that that yes. and had already given it away with it because the new app said, "Do you mind doing this?" And 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 because it was on the internet, there were no laws against it. Exactly. So, we, so by so now that the laws are trying to catch up to the internet, they're almost having to yes. concede because we had already given it away. And since we had always yes. given it away with permission and because there were no laws in place, they're not going to create laws to go back and say, well, that wasn't right. And so yes. basically the companies got away with it by getting on the Internet. And and, I, I, and even that might not even – I'm not even going to act like it was nefarious. Well, I know the fact that they right. wrote it up the way they did. They knew what they were. They knew what the hell they were doing the corporations the always laws the hadn't caught up. Yeah, the corporation is always the corporation. They're always going to want to have control in a capitalistic environment. So in a capitalistic system, the idea is to capitalize, right? And so the corporation is always going to have to have some level of control. We do it even in my, in my job, right, at my business, right? We have to have meetings about how we're going to uh, incentivize people to, to continue to do business with us. How are they going to depend on us? Because if we give them too much or if we help them too much, they don't need us anymore, and we can't capitalize on them paying us for the product or service each and every month. So it's, it's a, a capital, capital, capitalistic environment or corporation has, has meetings and strategy to make sure that the people at some level have to continue to depend on them for something in order to capitalize in terms of economics. And so that's just what they do. Now, if you add technology into that, te- technology is, is liberating. And we can see that over the last 10 years, it has liberated us to be more independent. But when you have capitalism versus technology and independence, then you have to be more strategic in how you allow that technology to operate in society so people don't become too independent. Because if they become too independent, then they no longer have to depend on the corporation. And so this is the way we're moving. And it's a, it's a very slippery slope because how much control and what do you have to do in order to maintain that control? And again, if you look to China, you can see China is a capitalistic country. I'm sorry, is a, is a communist country. So they have a lot of control, although they interject and uh, technology all the time. They, they use it. But at the same time, they control the people through. 